0: At the end of the result or the end of the process, you're going to start becoming a different person because you took a different process towards the things that you knew were important. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships.
1: BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF podcast. We are super pumped that you are hanging out with us today. If you haven't, Please take an opportunity like, share, comment, leave us a review. We would love to hear how you're experiencing our podcast. Yes. If you happen to be listening on Audible, just know that the full video format is on our YouTube channel. You can go check out our bright, shiny, bald head. Bald head. Bald head. Bald head. And uh, and all our smiles here. But we're excited. We're on the fifth part of a a five-part series uh, on our book, Blended and Redeemed, Mm -hmm. that releases on September 13th uh, through Exo Publishing. If you haven't, um, please take an opportunity. Go to the link tree. The pre-order is live now. You can go pre-order the book, and it'll ship to you on the 13th. We're super excited about that and hope it's a great resource for you. So we've done five parts of this series. So if you're just tuning in and you're like, part five, what happened to the first four? Mm -hmm. Um, Go back. Listen to the first four. They're absolutely phenomenal on really about blending your family and just some challenges, spiritual and practical stuff that we wanted to go for. Yeah. Um, uh, but today we're gonna all talk about your attitude.
1: Your attitude.
0: Your attitude. Your attitude. Have you ever heard the, your attitude affects your altitude? Have you ever heard that analogy? I think
1: I have. Maybe like yeah, oh, your attitude
0: know. affects your
1: altitude. your altitude. That's
0: a coach thing. But okay. uh I just think it's, it's one of those things. And the first thing that we're going to say is you can't hate something your child loves. Ooh, boom. And I'm going to tell you a story real quick. Uh, so we have four boys in our house. And our youngest middle is, I would think he is famous. He will always pick the other side of what everybody's rooting for. Always. He will always pick. Like if, uh, if you're watching you know, like a Dallas-Kansas City football game, and everybody in the house is rooting for Dallas— he roots for Kansas City. Yes. So we had this ongoing battle in our house. Like, Cowboys were good. Kansas City was not. And this kept going on and on. And finally, I looked at him, and I was like, you know what? I was like, we're going to cheer for both of them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a Kansas City fan, and I'm a Cowboys That's fan. right. And all of a sudden, things in our house started changing. <laughs> yeah. Like, that fight was no longer a fight anymore because we were rooting <laughs> for both teams. But you can't hate something your child likes. Yeah. You just can't. And that goes for the other person or the other parent.
1: Yes. And you guys, we, so in our household, we're actually not allowed to use the word hate. Uh, We have to Mm -hmm. say dislike. Um, Hate is such a strong word. Um, Mm -hmm. But we've talked enough to formally married couples and people who are in blended families Mm -hmm. to know that uh, it's a description that is widely used, that people keep and feel in the deep dark corner, like of their heart. And so, you know, yeah. how can how can we how how do we get rid of that? Like, how do we overcome that?
0: Well, it, it, I think you're a hundred percent. And when you viscerally, that, that word is strong. That is a strong is, word. I mean, that starts with hey, a v and, v, and it's got gusta. Cool it's you,
1: got gusta. Cool when you
0: hate something, mm-hmm. and I love that we do that. We, we don't like the word hate, but when you are that we yeah, had that strong a feeling about something it manifests everywhere. Oh yeah so your speech, the distance you keep between yourself and that person or that thing, the facial expressions when that person's mentioned yeah <laughs> you know yeah there's so many ways you cannot hide it yeah you cannot hide it and I, I can think of a thousand examples, but you know what I'm talking about is yeah. when you when somebody says something and you don't like it, you cannot hide it from somebody
1: Well, and your child will notice these manifestation. So, you know, we talk about, um, uh, you know, when scripture reminds us like what's in the heart, the mouth will speak. And so when you think of roots of bitterness, they go deep. And then that tree that is formed, you know, from those roots, that tree that's anchored in those roots, you guys, what's the fruit of that? What is the fruit that, that is going to come off of that? Is it going to be spoiled and rotten? Is it going to be life-giving and Mm life-changing? So, you know, understand that our children, um, they're going to reap that yeah. if, if if that's what's going on in, inside of your heart. And it's going to infer that you hate their other parent. Um, and the enemy will use that ultimately to not only drive a wedge between, you know, you two, but mm. also the other family as well.
0: And, and don't get this mistaken. You're like, well, I don't say anything. Let me tell you something about children. They notice the, little things about you. Mm-hmm. They they're amazingly keen to observation of yeah. your facial expressions of the way your eyes, what you say and what you don't say. Mm-hmm. So, you may be thinking, well, I don't say anything, but how do you act? Yeah. And you're absolutely right. But when you do that and the child notices, let me tell you what it's communicated is that they have to choose. Yeah. Imagine that. The child in his five-year-old, seven-year-old, six-year-old brain is like, oh my gosh, I have to choose if I like this person or that mom or dad more. Mm-hmm. My attitude affects how these children are making decisions
1: when you are continually showing contempt for another parent, that is what is going to lead your children to do. And the child may, children can get so overwhelmed in this, you guys, that Mm. um, with trying to make everyone happy, that it will quickly, they will quickly begin to resent both parents. Ooh, yeah. So again, heart check, time with the Lord, in his presence, prayer. These are things that we can be doing on the regular and on the daily to help combat what the enemy is going to try to do.
0: Yeah. And, and if you want to take this four or five levels deep, go back to our last week's podcast when we talk about yeah. child manipulation, uh, child alienation. These are the reflects of the attitude. Mm-hmm. These are the reflects. These are the reactions. This is the result yeah. of the attitude. And we just, I think we want to bring this to attention more so just to kind of, do that heart check, yeah, like what is my attitude? Mm-hmm. how do I affect it? How mm-hmm. do I change it, and how is it affecting? yeah, but let's look at luke six twenty seven mm-hmm. okay um, the better option though we know it feels impossible is to follow Jesus's call to love your enemies and do good for those who hate you. bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you okay so let me let me let me unpack this for a second what it's saying is even though I know that goes on over here, mm-hmm. I need to do something different. Mm-hmm. So again, if you want to combat darkness and hate, you do that through the eyes of God and through love and through mm-hmm. prayer. I mean, these are the ways that we change our attitude and not be, not be mm-hmm. reactive to the way somebody else is.
1: Yeah, so how we, and you kind of touched on this before, Scott, how we show resentment towards our ex, this can be in the subtle eye rolls. It can be in head Mm -hmm. shakes, crossed arms, dramatic signs, you know, tight lips, the tone of your voice, impatience, irritation fidgeting anytime you hear or interact about your ex. Other times it can be loud on display Mm. where you're letting everybody know about how you feel. And let me tell you, we've seen so many people do this on social media. Keep Mm. your business, your business. Don't be airing your dirty laundry out on social media. You guys, that is one of the worst things that we can do Mm. because not only um, does it show the character of your heart in that moment, but... It does something to those people that can cause shame and can mm-hmm. cause guilt, and so um, so we l- let's be careful to not do that. Um, you know, another example um, is you know from the project we had a father that was experiencing mm-hmm. his. Um, his son was experiencing and having his i think it was his stepfather ridicule his father mm-hmm. and um every chance he got it was like comparing jobs like even physical appearance and clothing choices and things like that and so um calling his stepdad what was it like the jock the, the, jock nerd, the nerd the nerd and yeah. things like that and so um and what this did is it it ended up ruining that child and that parent's relationship because Mm -hmm. he was continually talking about the dad.
0: Yeah. Again, I'm going to say this again, this analogy, your attitude affects your altitude, Mm -hmm. but let me put that into a different context. Your attitude affects your altitude of your faith. It affects the altitude of the, the level of relationship your child will have with Mm co-parents All of this is about how I can somewhat gain... Um, I'm going to use the word control, but that's not really the right word. It's how do I affect my attitude? Yeah. I know what it does. I know that we have a spirit of comparison that's, that's delivered by the enemy that says, let me compare, let me contrast, let me make yeah. sure the child knows the difference between yeah. this and that, left yeah. and right, good and bad. I want to make sure that they understand that difference. My attitude is that I want to enlist it a spirit of comparison to my children. Yeah. I want them to compare because mm-hmm. I'm doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good.
0: So let's look at that example with the one you just talked about. Yeah. The the spirit of comparison. Yeah. Um, and let's put it out there. So dads, we may do this in terms of uh, appearance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're not beyond that concept. Uh and it's, and it's very real, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, big guy, small guy, the physical appearance. We may do it based on financial security. Sure. Can I'm a better provider. Mm Um, moms could do this in a lot of ways.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. What ways do women compare themselves?
1: You know, I think some of the ways that that spirit of comparison falls, you know, it can be, um, you know, the extracurricular things that you do with your children. Some of, some of us are working moms and have to work Some are stay at home moms. And, um, you know, and may not be able to attend all the events or do all the things or be a part of the PTA. And I know that there's a lot of moms that struggle with that, that have mm-hmm. to work and provide for their children. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: you know, it can be down to like the way you pack a lunch. It can be, really. You, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you, there are some, like some really creative lunch things that you can find on Pinterest where people make things like out of animals and shapes and stuff. I'm not one of those moms. Um, but there are some moms that can do some really amazing things with that, you know, but it it can also be, um, where we're at in our season of motherhood. If it's like, Hey, we're in sweatpants every day. Um, or, you know, you know, again, the working mom who gets to dress up nice every day and go to work. And so, um, I think there's a lot of, of comparison there.
0: Well, how much does comparison affect your attitude? Yeah. And and this is the part where I'm, I'm kind of going back to, these are things that I think happen in normal thought processes. And I want to just kind of bring that back to, okay, how does that affect your attitude and how does that affect the way you react and, and behave around your children and how does that affect them? Yeah. I mean, this, this, this domino effect is yeah. is dramatic. Yeah. So we talk about a spirit of comparison. We know uh, men and women compare. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know, let me tell you the other part, is we know children will point out comparisons too. Mm-hmm. Have you, ever, have you ever thought about this? You come home and you're like, "Well, we're going to do this, or, or we're going to." I think a lot of uh, blended families deal with this. Well, what are we doing today? Well, we're we're at home today. Well, I went to Disneyland last weekend. Yeah, you know, and all of a sudden they're instilling comparison and in, and sure. how that's going to affect your attitude yeah. and as it dawns into your own insecurities and fear.
1: Yeah, well, that's good.
0: But the the solution is and mm-hmm. how we move past this. Is number one to acknowledge that that is there.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, number, number two is acknowledge that God didn't give us a spirit of fear mm-hmm. or comparison mm-hmm. or put any of that in us. Yeah. Uh, and number three to acknowledge by when we do these things, it only drives a wedge between our children and their parent.
1: Yeah. So why do parents behave, behave this way, Scott? Because we all do it. Like what? What? Why do we do that? Empowerment. Yeah.
0: We, we want as parents to feel and to make our child feel, especially in a lot of cases of the, of the divorce, we want to be the better parent. Yeah. That, that, in some level, that exists in your psyche. Yeah. You're like, I just want to be the better parent. Mm-hmm. I want to be the one they choose. Yeah. Okay. So there's an empowerment. You want to feel empowered in front of the child to yeah. make you look bigger, better, and more loving than the eyes of the child. Mm hmm. How dramatic is that statement? I want to be viewed as the one who's more loving, more caring, and the better parent.
1: You know, as you were saying that, I thought, like, I thought about how, like, in the eyes of the father, like, you want to look that way in front of your children, but, like, in doing that, Mm. like, how God is looking at us in that moment. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, and I would say, just in the same breath that you want to, be better and feel better. You want the other parent to be not as good, yeah, weaker, yeah, more inept to to do the things that you do,
1: yeah. And and why would we want that? We we shouldn't want that. But that's what that spirit of comparison mm-hmm. and the spirit of fear and what the enemy will use to derail you.
0: Well, it's it's part of the enemy scheme. Yeah. You know, if you look at this in terms of wins and losses, when a divorce happens, the enemy won. Hmm. And he wants to continue to win. Yeah. He wants to continue to dominate your generation, the next generation, and the generation after. And what he does is he gives humans the spirit of comparison, of fear. And all of a sudden, that starts Mm -hmm. dictating into our attitude and the way we treat people and the way we don't say things or do say things, whatever that does. And all of a sudden, the next generation is acquired. Yeah. So, guys, what I want to do is this, is we've, we've talked a lot about the problems, and we talked a lot about, you know, kind of what, why things exist. What do we do about it? Heart check. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the number one thing, is we need to heart check who we are as a parent, mm-hmm. who we are as a child of God, and where we are in terms of our relationship with our, with our ex-spouse. Yeah. So do a heart check. What can, what can, what can, what can the next step be? I would
1: say pray, prayer. Continue to pray. Continue to surrender it every day back to God, um, and lay it at His feet. Leave it at the feet of Jesus.
0: Yeah. And the third thing is, I think after this is kind of gone through a process, seeking forgiveness, not only from maybe your ex-spouse who maybe you've said or done something really wrong to, mm-hmm. but forgiveness for from your child. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't yeah. don't. I, they look at it as sinking to a level where that child is maybe beneath them in terms of, of emotional capacity, but they understand what forgiveness is. They understand what right and wrong is. Mm-hmm. And they understand when maybe that wasn't right or it made them feel wrong mm-hmm. and they're wondering why their parent made them feel that way. Yeah. So going back to the child, say, hey, you know what? You know, Dad really messed up here. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I'd really hope that you would forgive me for this. Again, these are the things that when we start humbling ourselves is when our attitude starts adjusting. Yeah. This is when at the end of the result or the end of the process, you're gonna start becoming a different person because you took a different process towards the things that you knew were important. So don't dismiss your attitude. Mm -hmm. Don't dismiss the way that you view the people in your children's lives, spouse, stepfather, stepmother, step-grandparents, you know, all of these things that influence your children. Don't dismiss the way your attitude is making your child feel. That's good. So good. Cool. All right, guys. That is the completion of our five-part series. Yes. Now, granted, guys, this is a, a blip on the radar compared to how much detail we go in in the book. Yes. Uh, blended and Redeemed will release September 13th. It's going to be an absolutely fantastic resource.
1: It's going to have a pastoral guide, leader's guide, and study guide. You guys, we got all the guides. We got your code. We got
0: the guides if you want to teach this curriculum. And we hope yes. that you do. Uh, we really do. Uh, it's going to be a powerful resource, not only for people and uh, blended families, but for the church. Yes. That's right. Yes. So before we leave, um, we haven't announced this yet on the podcast, but... We have another very important event coming up.
1: Yes, we have our second annual Blended Couples Conference. So last year, it was the Blended Couples event. Yes. This year, it's turned into a mini conference, and we are so excited. We have our dear friend, Pastor Jimmy Evans speaking. We also have um, Pastor John Chasteen, who is also the president of the King's University and lead pastor of Victory Church in Mm -hmm. Oklahoma, speaking as well. Scott and myself, and so many other amazing things, you guys. We're going to have a time of prophetic and some activations. There's going to be food and worship, and it's just going to be an amazing experience. We're so excited. That is going to be on September, um, 17th, which is on a Saturday, um, here in South Lake. And I believe it starts at nine. I'm not sure at the closing time yet, but, um, it's going to be a day event and we're so excited. So grab your spouse, sign up. If you're here locally, get over to it. If you're not here locally, you guys plan a weekend trip with your spouse, like make this one of those events that you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to invest in my marriage and in my blended family. We would love to see you there, shake your hand, um, Mm -hmm. and just love on you. And and that way you can meet other blended couples as well.
0: I think you, you took everything I was going to say, and that was cool because you said all the good stuff. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. All the Guys, good stuff. that event is going to be an absolutely amazing event. Yes. Uh, we're going to be uh, having a great time. Pastor Jimmy Evans is going to bring it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is phenomenal. Yep. So I hope you guys can schedule that out. September the 17th. Yes. Uh, here in the DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth area. It's going to be in Southlake, Texas. So yes, if you want to register for that event.
1: You can go to the caption below, link there. It's there. It's on our website also.
0: Yes. Great. Okay. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this five-part series. Uh, we hope that it's blessed your life. You guys take care and have a wonderful, wonderful day.
1: Be blessed in all that you do.
0: Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And
1: you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.